Hi guys, welcome to the Five Fitness Podcast, episode seven, eight, eight. Are you eight. sure? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, episode four. eight, nine percent. Um, I'm Paul, and I'm Mike. Um, and today's podcast, we're going to be talking about carbohydrates. But before we kick that off, Paul, how's things with you? Oh, we've got to pretend that we haven't recorded two on the same day. Yeah, you see. Yeah, you see. Um, oh yeah, mate. This week's been so so much better. Um. My not a slim world club club. I've had so many people on it. Um, five day free trial starts tomorrow because we're recording this on next. We're recording this next Sunday. I mean today, which is the twenty sixth. Um, so not a slim club club trial starts tomorrow on twenty seventh. That is the twenty seventh of April two thousand twenty three. Um, if you do want to jump on last minute, last minute, just uh, go minutes ago. Same thing. What did I say? April. Oh, fair enough. Uh, March. Um, <laughs> This is going well. <laughs> then um, just jump on my Instagram bio. Yeah, cool. Well, how was your week? Yeah, I'm, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I bet you, I bet you are, because you signed up to the Not Summer World Club Club trial. You know I did. Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you? It was amazing. Free yeah, trial, five days. It's not signed yet, but yeah, great. It's that tomorrow. Yeah, but you tell me all about it, and it sounds amazing. Yeah, but you signed up to it. Yeah. So how do you know if it's amazing yet? Because you told me all about it. You can't just endorse me for the sake of endorsing you. And, 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 and I trust you. That's why. Well, for me. For it, yeah. <laughs> No, week's been good, mate. Week's been good. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Again, protect you know from the. It's only it's only one week less than two months till your ethics have you have to go through ethics again. Yeah, let's Absolutely. not talk. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I don't think I've got that in me to be. What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about good segue. I liked it. Really, just got it in there. Um, we're going to talk about carbs today. Last time oh. I was on a segue, I, I ran a minute earlier. Do you want to elaborate or nope. just okay? Well, is a stag do that? There is alcohol. Carbs, carbs. <laughs> Speaking of alcohol, so maximum your tune like a carb. <laughs> right, so Paul, what are carbs? Carbs are a macronutrient, just like alcohol, fat, and proteins. <laughs> Why did you say it like you read it, but you didn't read it? That's not on the notes at all. <laughs> okay, so carbohydrates, macronutrient. Yeah, one of the four macronutrients. Which you've just listed the other yep. three, which I'm sure people appreciate. Okay, so what are cars broken down into? Um, so cars are broken down into well, it depends how they start. That, is, that we probably shouldn't have put that that high up the list, really. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that we didn't say that. We'll try to edit it out. We'll, yeah. try, we'll try to edit that. We'll try to edit that bit out. So cars, what do we use them for? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Um, carbohydrates are basically our initial energy source. They're prioritized as fuel, or they are the macronutrient that is prioritized as fuel immediately um, through the onset of anything high intensity. All right, so if you okay. do anything from rest, so at rest, you will predominantly be burning fat. All right, that's not, oh, I'm, a, I'm burning fat, so I'm losing body fat. Like fat as a fuel source and body fat are two different things, different podcasts. So at rest, you will predominantly be using fat because it is a slower process to break down fat into energy, whereas carbohydrates are a faster process, but it's less efficient. Okay. So as soon as we start, start training or we start moving, the reliance on carbohydrates increases. It's never 100% carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. This, is the, this, is going, this is going to be the issue with this, is because... There's no there's absolutes. The, there's there's no, no absolutes. And there's a really interesting biochem behind it, I reckon, as well, which... Yeah, the people listen probably won't care about, it, even though we love it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. so 
like obviously you just got to imagine there's a sliding scale and the fuel from fats and carbs is always changing depending on how intense the exercise is okay but the more intense the exercise the more would be demanded from carbohydrates and less the more from fats okay so it ha- it's it's dictated by three different things so it's dictated by how intense the exercise is the duration of the exercise and what you've eaten prior to exercising okay obviously the intensity higher intensity more carbs the duration the longer more fats yeah and then what you've eaten beforehand pretty much dictates most of it <laughs> that's Everything why else. that's why fasting cardio you would bend you would bend more fat as fuel not body fat fat as fuel than you would if you had carbs before you drink interesting thank you very much for clearing think, that up i think so yeah thank you for clearing that up as well we've lost but... all of ours we lost them before i even said that yeah no I didn't. They, yeah no all seven of them <laughs> there's no i reckon one's hung in there and again thanks mum um so calories per um macronutrient how many obviously they all differ what um are the calories how many sorry i'll try that again how many calories is in a carbohydrate for tumbleweed <laughs> easy as that yeah nice and simple that's pretty much like. that's what we like okay so yeah. <laughs> there are also different types of carbs right yeah do you want to talk these fruit talkers through them well please should i say do you want to ask that question first that one instead of that one because i'm going to go off on a massive tangent if yeah i mean that's 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 very true we've really not done these notes well <laughs> okay so different types of carbs paul okay so you hear it all the time um complex versus simple carbohydrates right yeah do you want to just talk the listeners through what that actually means so complex carbohydrates means that the so basically every carbohydrate you eat is broken down into glucose okay okay or fructose or um lactose don't know why i don't know why I've... brain fat moment yeah yeah um so it's almost like you've got a condition that really um puts you off track quite a lot yeah especially later on in the day a week later than that the last podcast yeah. <laughs> um, not an hour <laughs> uh, yeah so you got basically everything's broken down into um fructose glucose and galact no lactose yeah. why i think lactose mono um basically um a complex carbohydrate means that the chains of glucose or fructose or factors are longer so they take longer to get broken up from a what we call a monosaccharide okay sorry a polysaccharide into a monosaccharide all right um a simple carbohydrate would be anything that is two sugar molecules together okay um so that could be uh fructose which is uh sorry sucrose which is fructose and glucose maltose which is two glucose and then galactose, which is lactose. Okay, interesting. So some real-world examples of that would be then? No. Like so, complex carb, for example. Sweet potato. Sweet potato. Solid form potato. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, for, like a, just an example of a simple carbohydrate. I'm not going to say white potato, even though I could. But, um, <laughs> Don't do it. Don't, again, sugar. Sugar. Yourself. sugar. Yeah. Like just table sugar or a Harry Bull. Yeah. What is your favorite um, jelly sweet? Giant strawberries every other week. The sugar ones or the non sugar ones? Non sugar. Nice. Yeah. It's up there. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yours? Pretty strong. 
Um, I like a fruit pastel, you know. Big fan of a fruit pastel. I mean, you're wrong, but I guess there's opinions. <laughs> Incorrect opinions. Mm. I, I like it. Um, okay, so different types. We've also got fiber scribbled down here. Yeah, so, so I'll just talk for that because I think a lot of um, the misconception is that like fiber and carbs are probably different. That tends to be yeah out there kind of but not kind same of. same but different is what you say yeah yeah so obviously like nutrition and biochemistry and everything's really complex but if you for example if you took a um a porridge oat porridge oats i guess <laughs> you'd probably sing a singular porridge oat <laughs> um or a um a haribo and you took the same amount same quantity same calories whatever all right because oats have more fiber, one, it's going to keep you fuller for longer. Okay. Um, and two, it's also going to increase digestion and gut health, etc. Basically, fiber is the indigestible part of carbohydrates. Right. Okay. So that part of carbohydrates has two calories per gram rather than four. All right. Right. So okay. like this, this is why like vegetables are so low in calories because they're very high in fiber. Same with fruit. Yes. Or somehow anyway. All right, so Again, a podcast in itself, that one. <laughs> an increase in fiber would um, sort of reduce the impact the food has on insulin, okay. the insulin spike, and also send it further down the gastrointestinal tract before it would be digested or converted. And most fiber is just excreted anyway, depending on the type of fiber, because that is, again, fiber can be just a podcast by itself. It's just... It probably is going to be a podcast by itself. Yeah, it's all about poo, really. Yeah. Mm. Who was that woman that used to do that on telly? Those She's called Sophie something. I follow, I follow her. She's brilliant. No, the woman that used to do it on telly, like like oh, like a fetish. I don't know. No, like when we. I don't, were... I don't, I don't know what. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I don't know what you're into, mate. I really don't. Um, no, I'm, I do do on a Friday night. I want to say it's Gillian McKeek, is it? Was that her that used to do that you are what you eat thing? And she used to basically she made a living out of essentially just looking at people's poos and being like, "Yep, that's poo. That's poo." <laughs> Yeah, I might have dreamt that. If I've dreamt that, it's going to be really weird. Anyway, we digress. Um, okay, so there's also, um, I've heard about low and high GI. Do you want to just talk the listeners through that as well, please? And it's relevant, please. Please. Since you asked nice. <laughs> so I'm always polite. <laughs> GI, GI refers to glycemic index. And you can also see it as glycemic load, which is like someone thought that glycemic index wasn't complex enough so it was like sweet i'm gonna make it a load as well and compare yeah. it to white bread and yeah just make it real harder yeah so if something is low glycemic index or low gi as we call it um it spikes insulin to a lesser extent okay okay if something's really high then it spikes insulin to a greater extent the reason that's important firstly if you're not diabetic is because one, I would say, having an insulin response that is quite constant, right? I would, um, I would say that's a, a beneficial, a benefit from health, um, because it's not just going wild, and you're not going to get peaks and troughs through sort of glucose responses in the blood. But it also allows us to sort of eat for what we're trying to do, right? So the closer, the the closer to training would. Uh, that you eat would dictate what kind of carbohydrate you might eat. Okay. 
Interesting. Yes. Do you want to give an example of that for the listeners? Yeah. So <laughs> it gets really complex because you think, all right, well, I get an insulin response, so I'm going to get glucose into the higher insulin response, the quicker glucose can get into your muscle. All right? Yeah. So you'd think that'd be a great thing to have before you train. Right. However, there is sort of what we... It's basically the response, converse response to that. So if you have something very high GI before you train... About 15 minutes later, the response then obviously diminishes. Right, okay. And drops, and you get what we call hyper. Yes. Oh, sorry, hypoglycemia, uh, which is where your glucose, glucose, glucose drops so dramatically. All right, and this is what we're trying to avoid. And obviously, you don't want that as you're just about to train. So having something high GI is actually not, probably not the best thing to have before you train. That makes sense. All right, the idea, I would say, is the high GI should really only ever be after you train, when you need all that glucose to be replenished. Okay, yeah. So something high in GI could be a bagel and jam. So bagels are very high in GI. Yeah. Or a glycemic index. And who doesn't love a bagel and jam? Exactly. And jam, even though it's not high because it's fructose, but it does add to it. And it tastes delicious. Yes. However, I say all that, and yeah, there's loads of science behind it, and there's loads of things that you can implement and be like, oh yeah, bagel and jam after a train, because Paul said on a podcast once that I only listened to, that it was great. But as soon as you add anything to that and you start mixing these meals yeah the, the glycemic index basically mm. becomes irrelevant yes okay so if you have something high in fiber that will just bring the glycemic index down anyway the right, points move yeah essentially um so high and low gi you kind of just ignore it to an extent Especially if, you, yeah. if your girl's fat loss, especially. Like, yeah, I guess it's one of them things, isn't it? Like, there's, um, if there's so much more that needs the changing around it, that becomes, the GI thing kind of becomes a little bit irrelevant, unless you're a really, really high-performing athlete, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Because so like, if, if that makes sense, there's other things around it that could be improved before you even think about the intricacies. Nearly didn't get that one. <laughs> the, the intricacies of... GI. Yeah. So, for example, caffeine increases the rate of carbohydrate absorption. Okay. Which doesn't increase insulin. So that could just fuck everything up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a bit of a minefield, I guess, is what you're saying. So, like, unless you're diabetic, glycemic index, glycemic load, insulin responses to food. Don't, yeah, just this bigger fish to fry. I mean, yeah. don't lose, don't lose sleep. <laughs> you know, is is what you kind of say, trying to say that. And, and like, if you're losing, if you're trying to lose body fat, then protein should be your main priority anyway, which probably means your carbohydrate is already pretty low, is the of the easiest things to reduce out of your diet. Yeah. And if you eat protein, protein has a very low GI response. So there you go. Eat protein first. Simple. Voila. And it's, I think that was podcast number. Or if you want any more information on that, was it for? About protein, I've got no idea. Yeah. A couple of po- po- weeks ago, we set a podcast out about protein. Maybe listen to that one alongside this one as well. Finish. Why not? Um, okay, so. You look like you want to say something then. Well, I don't know what you mean. How do you see me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of just like took a breath and went. That's because I'm waiting for you to say something. I <laughs> just stopped. Okay, fair enough. So. Screwing on the internet, going to add an anecdote to this bit as well. Screwing on the internet the other day, and then there was some guy telling me off for eating carbs and saying how bad they were. Why do carbs get such a bad rep, though? You know, and why is he wrong? Why are you scrolling the internet? You've got a PhD, too. 
Okay, let me rephrase this. <laughs> I googled carb myths. I googled carb myths, and there was some guy shouting at me. <laughs> Said something about my body type, and he was real American and had no shirt on. <laughs> we all know that guy. Yes, yeah, fair. So, yeah, uh, why did they get a bad rep, Paul? Carbs get a bad rep because they can make your weight fluctuate more than any other macronutrient. So, the waste carbohydrates are stored. So, as we said in our protein protein episode, which was some time ago, definitely not recorded on this day. Yeah. Um, protein is the only macronutrient that we can't store. So obviously yep. we can store carbohydrates. And where we store carbohydrates, we store carbohydrates in three places. First is in the blood. So we have a very minute uh, blood glucose that goes around. Obviously that's there. If we do start exercising, it's sort of our initial um, glucose response. Yep. Then we have it in our liver. So we have about 400 calories worth of uh, what we call glycogen, which is yep. just uh, broken down, stored carbohydrates, yeah, rather than broken down carbohydrates. Broken down and stored, shall we say. Yeah. Then we have it in the muscle. So most of our carbohydrates are stored within our muscle. Once it goes into our muscles, we cannot get it out. Right. The only way we can utilize it is we can burn it. And it gets such a bad rep because... As carbohydrates are stored in the muscle, so for one gram of stored carbohydrates, we store 2.4 grams of water. Right, okay. So if you you can store 15 grams of carbohydrates per kilo of, body, kilo of muscle. Yep. If that's the if that's the case and you've got 50, 50 kilos worth of muscle, that means you can store. 750 grams of Quick carbohydrates. Uh, I uh, forgot the numbers, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> 750 grams of carbohydrates, which then stores an extra 2.4, it's 2.4 to 3 grams of carbs, of water, sorry. So that means that you can store 3 kilos of carbs and water. So that means your weight every day could essentially fluctuate by 3 kilos. Yeah. At 50 kilos. Which is, if so, as someone like Surf when you're on prep, for example, you know, and you're weighing yourself every day. Yeah. You'd have seen that more than anything, which again is probably why you'd say someone. Would you? What would you? What advice would you give? Bit of a tangent, I know, but someone that's trying to lose weight, how often would you say to weigh themselves? Either every day or never. Okay. So they can understand that fluctuation, right? Yeah. If they if they look at look down the scales and have that negative connotation where they think that, that the world's going to implode because they put hundred grams on, then just you either they either get educated by weighing every day mm-hmm. and accept it. Or the dirt, and you just stop weighing and use other things as, as as sort of measurements. So you'd use sort of circumferences or pictures or like the performance in the gym. Like we kind of need to be telling people to shift away from weight. Like, yeah. Someone just emails them well and tell them. That. <laughs> um, yeah, just stop. That's, that's all. But the reason carbohydrates get such a bad rep is because of their stored water yeah even though they're absolutely fucking brilliant at being able to make us stronger and work harder in the gym yeah and just the energy levels they give us the other caveat to that is i lost my train of thought i'm not gonna lie however it might come back to me if i just carry on talking okay please do (laughs) (laughs) um pass no gone Gone. Okay, Gone. fair Carry enough. On. But yeah, basically, they get a bad rep. They shouldn't have a bad rep. And it's focusing on one, quote-unquote, negative. 
yeah. of you store a bit more water. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up, Paul. Um, okay, so for someone listening to this podcast, we've just spoke about some quite you know types and you know, some quite complex stuff there. But I guess what people listening to us need to know is how like how much of their diet should consist of carbohydrates. Um. So carbohydrates, something that I'd never calculate for clients. Okay, why is that? Because I calculate protein and fats, and the carbs are just the rest. Okay, because protein, protein is the most important macronutrient when it comes to body composition. Okay, fats are, fats are the most important when it comes to health. So it may, only makes sense that if if I want someone to look better, feel better, and perform better by losing body fat, it only makes sense for me to think about the comp- the composition of their body and the macronutrient that impacts that, which is protein. Okay, yeah. And if I want them to be healthy, because obviously if they're not healthy, then their composition is probably not going to go well because they're going to overeat or undereat and yeah. they're just going to look like shit. So fats have to come into it. Yeah. So I would set their protein at anywhere from 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilo. Okay. So that's based on body weight. Fats is based on a percentage of calories and then abs are just the rest. Okay. And the reason, sorry, I found the tangent. Bang. Let's go back. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. <laughs> so the reason that um, you lose so much weight when you stop carbs, and this is yep. why I, like, oh, I went on a low carb diet and I lost a stone. And this is why keto people will lose like a stone in three weeks and mm. then hate life for the rest of the time they live <laughs> is because of as soon as you reduce that glycogen or that stored carbohydrates within the muscle. Yeah, that water drops. Yeah, and you lose that weight. Yeah, when all you've lost is water and carbohydrates, and essentially all you all that happens is you just look worse. You look like you've lost muscle. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to be fair. It's um, it's just a number. Like weight is just a number at the end of the day. It's um, yeah. So like when it comes to actual how much you need every day, um, I think the US guidelines say it's like sixty five percent. Of their diet should come from carbohydrates, which is just crazy, just obscene. You sound surprised. That's crazy. I mean, you're the one that Googled that. Yeah, I know, right? It did. It said it said anywhere between forty-five and sixty-five percent should come from carbs, and that's. I mean, that just that's kind of baffling to me. Um, the sixty-five end, you know, especially. But the thing is, like, I don't disagree with it in all honesty. But because we've got rose-tinted glasses on when we look at it, because we just assume that everybody wants to lose fat. There is that, I guess. Like, that is a general assumption, because most people do. So, like, if 65% of your diet came from carbs, like, for me, that wouldn't be an issue. For you, mm. it wouldn't be an issue, because, right. like, we're on 3,500 calories a day. Yeah, true. If we ever calculated, like, tracked it. And, like, if you're an athlete, then 65% absolutely yeah, fine. Like, absolutely you've got to 80%, in all yeah. honesty. Um, especially like you think you started fans athletes who are eating like eight to ten thousand calories a day. Yeah, it's a like, that's a lot. However, of <laughs> however, if you're if you're a five foot two female who has an office job, hits five thousand steps a day and goes to the gym twice a week, mm. like sixty five percent of your diet should not be coming from carbs. Yeah, exactly. I think this is the problem that I have with quote unquote recommendations, like government recommendations. It's like it, there's no one size fits all if you don't understand it and you can go oh it's fine you know i, I, I can have up to six percent in carbs that's absolutely fine is it you know and i think that's where my problem is it's like the eat well play 
I know yeah. it's for Gen Pop, but the thing with the Eat Well Plate is, like, especially the UK government Eat Well Plate, it's dictated by the US Eat Well Plate. And the US government Eat Well Plate is dictated by who they need to please. Yes, it's political. Yes, it's all government and it's all political. And let's face it, most of it's corrupt. So, we get sued by the government on this. I'm not sure. (laughs) The only people I know that would sue me for saying anything is MNS. Let's not even even talk about them then, just in case, because I can't afford to be sued. (laughs) Okay. Um, Right, so yeah, so, so what you're saying is it's kind of based on the individual. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything, everything that you, you've got to think that you, like, you are an individual. Like, everything with recommendations, it's all the bell curve. So, like, you as an individual probably fit into 95% of the values. Yeah. But it's wearing those, that, that 95% you sit. Yeah, that's it. Like, unfortunately, we can't, I can't just say to you, oh, yeah, you need two grams per kilo because the answer is completely different because your protein intake might need to go up anywhere. Yeah. You might be someone. Got to think of it as a sliding scale, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Like some people just naturally have a low fat diet. Some people naturally have a low carb, low carb diet, mm. and it works. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Fair enough. Okay, so when should we be eating carbohydrates then? So this is a big thing of not after eight o'clock. So this needs to be this needs to be like split into. So like if you're just going to go health health wise. Like you should be eating fiber quite regularly, like pretty much every meal, similar to protein. Mm-hmm. Um, because one, you're going to keep your digestive tract quite healthy. You're going to keep your gut bacteria pretty good. And it's also going to keep you full. So you're probably not going to overeat as much. Right. Okay. Or have those hunger signals. Um, then like from a performance perspective, like you need to be in them probably just as regularly, but then you need to be prioritizing them around training or we'll call Peri training or peri workout. So peri just means around. <laughs> um, not peri per chicken. So you'd be looking at like your carbs, obviously. Like if if you are someone that like if you're a triathlete or you do triathlons or runs and stuff like that, and you're on the bike or running or swimming or doing something for longer than like a 90 minute to hour period, you want to be having carbohydrates within within that period as well, as okay. well as before and after, because as you utilize them, they just need replenishment. Okay. And obviously, if you utilize them and replenish them during, that will help you get through the rest of that game or rest of that, whatever you're doing. Yeah. And then afterwards, you just need to replenish what you've lost. Okay. Yeah, thank you for clearing that up. I think hopefully people should find that help. And you can eat carbs after eight o'clock. I would say, like, your last meal before bed should have carbs in it. Yeah. Well, why is that? Uh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so, um carbohydrates um they spike um your serotonin in a very roundabout way okay so they increase tryptophan within the brain and that increases serotonin so it can help you sleep mm. so like if i was going to have anything before i went to bed i'd have porridge oats with something like pumpkin seeds or something like that a little bit of honey and then some protein on the side it's a great show yeah, not like not a massive portion, but it's just imagine. Just something to warm you up. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. Sounds like a good that I can imagine that. Yeah, because we were recording this still in winter. Yeah. It's mm. yeah. It was like minus two last week. Yeah, big bowl of pot. Yeah. Is that last week as in this week? It was, uh, let me just or last week this. as in two weeks ago. 
it was minus two about two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> just, yeah I agree. I like this editing stuff. Um, okay, so there's a few myths around. Well, I know there's a hell of a lot of myths around cards. There's no a few about it, but let's just pluck some out there and knock them out of the park of why they're complete rubbish. Um, someone told me, Paul, that carbs are going to make me fat. Well, mint. Anything can make you fat if you overeat on it. I think, I think that one, that's more more of an issue of people associating carb foods with things like pizzas, donuts, right, and yeah, all those other tasty treats, biscuits, which are brown, so it's, it must be a carb, and <laughs> also absolutely laden and covered in chocolate. And yeah, gotta say, like, yeah, the bread's not the problem in that situation when you have you know, all of the cheese on top of a pizza. It's mint, isn't it? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Pizza's awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, like, obviously, there is carbohydrates in that, but it's the fat, because fat tastes good. Yeah. Like, carbs don't taste good. Like, if you think carbs taste good, all right, go just, like, dry scoops and porridge oats into your and tell me they're good. Yeah, on. Enjoy them, do you? <laughs> yeah. Like the only time they're ever good is when you're a week out from competition. Yeah. Well, it's that thing in it, you know, like I love Oh, you're a horse. Horse love oats. Mm. They do love oats. Yeah. But no, like I'm, I'm um I'll always bring it back to the, you know, I love oats, right? I love porridge in the morning, it's awesome. Do I love porridge made with water? No. It feels it sounds it tastes like wallpaper paste. It's awful. What makes it good? The shit you put in it. Yeah. The yeah. the the whole milk that I like to make it with, <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is what fat. So that's it. Just it t- makes it taste better. Can we call milk fat? It has fat in it. it has yeah. fat in it. That's what I mean. Yeah, it, it makes it creamier. Yeah, it makes it creamier. Makes it just. My porridge tastes good because they've got peanut butter in nice. it. Nice. Biscoff, and then I Biscoff's I very good. Load it with golden syrup. Myth number two. Myth number two, Paul. You can feel you'll you'll feel really sluggish after you eat carbs. Oh, that's mint. That's unfortunate for them. We're leaving that one there. Well, why would you feel sluggish after eating carbs? You eat, you eat. So basically, after you eat anything, you get, you get a response where you feel tired because your body's having to digest it. Of course, that depends on one the protein quantity of that mm-hmm. food. Because if you go back to our protein episode, which I think was episode four, which was three weeks ago, even though it's technically four weeks ago, we've definitely said that protein episode was. Four, five, and six within this episode. <laughs> we need to figure that out. <laughs> it was an episode. It was an episode. Protein has a higher thermal effect of food, so it requires more energy to digest it. All right. If you think back to the last time you probably fell asleep after a meal, it's usually after a big Sunday roast when you've eaten quite a lot. Yeah. Or Christmas dinner where you've eaten quite a quite lot. lot. Yeah. So you get this this postprandial or sleepiness or drowsiness yeah. tiredness because your body's starting like literally just been like all right sweet I've got a hell of a lot of food must be like i'm yeah. gonna go and attack it guess where the blood's going <laughs> so it's not carbs that are doing that it's the quantity and the makeup of the food that you're eating yeah but that mainly protein based and fucking loads i think it gets linked as well like you just said like i normally feel really tired for a big Sunday dinner and what do you normally eat on some dinner an absolute ton of mashed potato so I think that's probably where it's come from. Like, you know, we have absolutely loads of mash and gravy and you're sleepy afterwards. Oh, carbs make you tight, sluggish. No, they do. Oh, how like. Yeah. Oh, good Sunday dinner. I think we spoke about this on the podcast before, but oh, good Sunday dinners. Um, yeah, right. Myth number three. 
Avoiding carbs help you work out. Help you work out. Um, what is I the think... sub substance behind that theory? Just someone said it to me once. Oh, okay. Yep. So carb, it, depends, it depends what your workout is and what you're trying to achieve through that workout. So if your workout is um, a run or a bike ride and your, your aim is to increase your fitness, then carbs may have a detrimental effect on you trying to achieve that. Okay. Because if you don't put the carbs in, you become, you utilize fat like at a higher intensity because, like we said earlier, one of the reasons you would use carbs as an energy source immediately would be because you um, have eaten them or consumed them before you've run okay, or, yeah. bike or whatever. So if you don't eat them, it's going to be a shit workout. It's going to be fucking horrendous. <laughs> it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Don't get me wrong. But especially if you're doing like three, four hours on the bike, but you become what we call fat adapted. If you become fat, ad fat adapted, the fat within your muscle moves close to the mitochondria, which makes it a lot easier for you to access that and allows you to use, utilize fat at higher intensity. Okay, yeah. So that when you do put carbs in, you feel better, you go further, and you last longer. Okay. So the myth in sense makes no sense. Myth itself, but I could argue with this premise to it. So that basically sounds like there's a study in athletes somewhere that shows this carb tapering and then adding the carbs to get that benefit to kind of heighten that benefit. Yeah, like a super compensation, yeah. Exactly, yeah. But someone's seen that and gone, oh well, carbs are clearly bad for you. Okay, interesting. And last myth, Paul. Um, so you said when you're programming, you go for you go for the you go top down protein, um, fats, and then carbs. Carbs make up the rest. Okay. Yeah. I've heard a myth before though that carbs are actually less important and nutritious than fat and protein. Well, they're less nutritious. Why would they be less nutritious? They offer a completely different. They're a different nutrient. Of course, they're less nutritious. Because it, it makes no sense. It's in the name. <laughs> they are a nutrient. Like they offer something, but like the same as is it the same as protein? No, of course it isn't. It offers come something completely different. So, like like I said, protein is there for building muscle. It's there for retention of muscle. It's there to repair muscle, and it's also there. It is utilized as energy. Yes, but there are lots of other things that protein allows us to have. Fats keep us healthy. Make sure our hormones are getting resynthesized. Mm -hmm. This like fat stores vitamin A, D, E, and K. Carbs utilize energy. Yeah. Mainly. That is their main thing. All right. But you cannot have carbs in survival. Yeah. I would argue. <laughs> it wouldn't be much of an existence, I'd argue. Well, it depends on what you're eating. Like you think Eskimos don't eat much many fats and um, many carbs. Oh, true. Yeah. They live off whale blubber and they, they seem to have thrived in all honesty. Been there a while. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not that the less nutritious, it's they offer a different nutrition. Yeah. And they're still important, right? It, yes. Yeah. For like, people listening to this podcast, for example, it, like it, I wouldn't it, I wouldn't advise a diet of whale blubber. No. So it, it's like everything. It's like everything when it comes to nutrition. Like there's so many things that depend on other things. So like if you're gonna go, if you're gonna diet and you want to go to low carb. Go low carb, but you've got to deal with the consequences of that. Yeah. In the same way that if you go low fat, all right, you should make sure you don't go don't go down a below a certain point, and then again you've got to deal with the consequences of being low fat. Yeah, 
long as you don't go to low priority, you're fine. Makes sense. Yeah, thanks for clearing them up, Paul. They're always, uh, I like this. I do, I like this myth-busting thing. Well, good. We should bring we should bring some more into it. I enjoy it. Do you it. know what? I've got a program recommendation that will blow your fucking mind. Okay. Or Mythbusters. <laughs> what? Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> it's on the Discovery Channel. So good. I've spent so many hours as a teenager watching Mythbusters. Have you seen the Asian guy died? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. Thanks, <laughs> thanks mate. Yeah, no, that's really... So if he's not in it anymore... Pee on the bonfire for me, you know? Yeah. like <laughs> It's not like a story, though. So, like, it's not like a series. Even though it is a series, it's not like him being there is, like imperative he was just a smart dude that did stuff yeah but it didn't replace him like pretty easily <laughs> i'm not gonna say shout, it. Shout, 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 maybe edit a bit out shout out to his family you know like that's yeah that's, Wait, that's like that's, my family don't even listen to this his family but no that's yeah fair. <laughs> that's yeah fair 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 income yeah sad okay. enough, sad enough to say, but yeah thank you for listening everybody um we're going to go talk about Mythbusters a bit more now. But yeah, we will speak to you next week. Hope you all have a good week and take care. Yeah, and if you want to sign up to the North Summer Club, Club that starts next week, but the free trial starts tomorrow, then hit my Instagram bio uh, at Paul underscore Ellis underscore MP. And yeah, just apply and let's crack on. This recording two weeks out is really, really, um, really confusing. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>